You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Stoppage Time, your home and source for Auburn soccer news and information. Uh, if you recognize this voice, you know I'm not Drew. Drew's not with me tonight. Drew is actually uh, in the process of moving and couldn't record with me tonight, so you're stuck with me. You have to get used to this voice because you're going to hear it for the next few minutes. But I do want to talk about some Auburn soccer, and we had a great, another great week in Auburn soccer. I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, first, we got some news and notes. Bree Folds was named to the top drawer soccer national team of the week for the third time this season. So if you're keeping track at home, uh, this is where four weeks in. We've had an Auburn soccer player in the top drawer soccer national team of the week all four weeks. We had Bree Folds the first two weeks. She repeated. Uh, Melissa, Alyssa Melanson the, set, the third week. And again, we got Bree Folds the fourth week. So uh, it's great to see Auburn soccer just covered by the national uh, soccer team of the week in top door soccer. They just recognize the uh, great team that Coach Hobb has put out. And for Brief Falls to be named three out of four weeks is really, really awesome, really amazing. Shows uh, just how well she's playing this week. Uh, also, Auburn soccer has risen up in the rankings to number nine in the United Coaches poll and number 15 in the top drawer soccer national poll. This is the second highest ranking in Auburn soccer history and just shows how good this team is playing right now. Auburn Soccer's highest ranking was number eight, and this was in 2015 and 2016. So that kind of just shows you our, our level, our goal to get to. Uh, we got to get to number eight, number seven. Uh, with wins against Mississippi State coming up this weekend and Alabama State, if we can get two wins there, uh, we maybe will jump to number seven and have our highest ever. Uh, but that just kind of gives you our, our, our goal to, go to, to hit, number eight. We had one match this week versus Cincinnati on Sunday. In the 12th minute, Cincinnati is awarded a penalty kick on a foul inside Auburn's box. Cincinnati converts, giving the Bearcats the early nil one lead. In the 15th minute, Brief Folds speeds down the wing to feed a cross to Trevor Acock in the box. Acock casually flips the ball over the Bearcat keeper to net the 1 1 uh, tie at that point in the match. Haley Whitaker and Brief Folds. Record assist on that goal. In the 60th minute, Brief Folds' shot would be batted down by a Cincy defender in the box. Auburn would be awarded the penalty kick, which Brief Folds converts for the 2-1 Auburn lead. In the 89th minute, as time is winding down and the Bearcats are putting a lot of pressure on Auburn's back line and Sarah LeBeau, uh, Angeline Daly plays the give-and-go ball to Trevor Acock, who returns it to Daly inside the box. The keeper can do nothing with it, and Daly nets the nail in the Bearcat, the Bearcat coffin, and they will take the 3-1 win into final time. Trevor Acock had the assist on that goal, and if you have not seen that goal, go back and watch it. That was a textbook give-and-go, uh, and when Daly got it back in the middle of the box, the keeper couldn't do anything with it. She was caught flat-footed, and Angelina Daly just put it away. It was a beautiful goal. Uh, Auburn had 20 shots in this match, 7 on goal. Cincinnati had 13 shots, 6 on goal, and just as an aside, Brief Foles had nine of those shots, three of her shots, half of almost half of Auburn's shots on goal were by Brief Foles. That just shows you why Top Door Soccer named her the national team of the week again this week. She is playing really good soccer right now. Uh, I would say better than last year. She just looks more confident, more poised this season. It's taken some really good shots. Sarah LeBeau recorded five saves in the match. Angeline Daly was re- was uh, given a yellow card in the match, so she'll enter the Mississippi State match this weekend on a yellow. 
Uh, Auburn ends the weekend on a historic program best ever start of seven zero and zero. We started the podcast two years ago, and it's been a really cool experience to cover this team the the very the last two years uh, for some very big and very historic events. First, we were able to witness and talk about the first Elite Eight uh, appearance in program history in 2016, and now the first ever. 7-0-0 start in Auburn program history. Uh, it's been a fun three years for soccer for to cover Auburn soccer and talk about Auburn soccer. And Coach Hobb has been able to put together some really great teams at Auburn. Again, this kind of opens the conversation. Uh, again, this is before SEC play, but it opens the conversation is, is this the best team we've covered in the last three years with a 7-0-0 start? Of course, we get, again, we talked about the, the team two years ago that had the Elite Eight appearance. So uh, this team's really going to have to get back there, I think, for them to be uh, the best one we've covered. But uh, this is a really special team. Just showing all the, the, the players that have scored this season, just 10 players with goals this season. Sarah LeBeau was unable to record a clean sheet this week as she chased Megan Rivera's record of 33 clean sheets. Uh, this was a match I predicted that she would get a clean sheet in. Uh, it'd be an easy one to grab a clean sheet win, uh, but we gave up a foul in the box that led to the penalty kick, and this is our second goal on penalty kick given up this season. So we're going to really have to uh, be careful inside the box, kind of clean some things up. Our schedule is only going to get hotter this season, starting with this weekend's match against Mississippi State. We're going to kind of preview that in just a little bit. Uh, so we're going to have to really play some more disciplined soccer in and around the box going forward uh, so we don't see this happen again because we're not going to be able to just give away goals. We're going to have to really protect our uh, protecting the pipes this, this season. The good news is this was only the third goal given up by Auburn soccer this season. So that just goes to show the ladies are playing some excellent soccer right now on offense and defense. And again, we gave the, the, the midfield props a few weeks ago. They're playing great right now. Uh, we're just playing some really strong soccer. So uh, even though we gave up a goal, we got the win. That's what's most important. Nothing to be discouraged about. Uh, one thing that is a little discouraging is last week we mentioned that Jalen Gadsden went down to injury. She was on the sideline again this week, a brace on her knee. I also noticed kind of Ashton Brock was on the sideline. She had a brace on her knee. I think she's kind of taken up a little bit of a coaching role. It looks like she has a kind of an injury this season. Uh, but so we've had Ashton Brock with a knee injury, Jalen Gadsden with a knee injury. And then this week we saw Corey Loxley go down uh, due to injury and had to be carried off the field. Uh, Gadsden is a starter, and Loxley brings a lot of speed off the bench. So it's a little concerning seeing these injuries right before we start the meat of our SEC schedule. Uh, hopefully we see Gadsden back this week because she adds a lot of speed and competitiveness to the, to the game, and we're going to really need her down the stretch going into the SEC schedule. She is just a phenomenal ball handler with a lot of speed, and you're going to really need that on the wing. And uh, we talked about last week that her and Alyssa Melanson play kind of interchangeably on that wing. So it's just nice to have those two players that play so well together on that wing. And so we'd like to get Jalen Gadsden back so we have that going forward. But right now we're going to preview Auburn's match against Mississippi State on Friday night. Mississippi State is coming to Auburn for the Auburn Soccer, Soccer Complex to play. It will be on SEC Network. It's going to be Friday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, I want you to see the similarities between these two teams. There are a lot of them. First of all, this is going to be the battle of the unbeatens. Mississippi State is also 7-0-0 this season, and they are 3-0-0 on the road. Of course, they're going to be playing in Auburn on the road, so that's important. They've posted six clean sheets this season, including their last four matches. 
So they've had four straight clean sheets. Uh, they actually have only had one match where they've been scored against. Uh, they have had a really stingy defense. And although I would say Auburn's had a slightly tougher schedule than Mississippi State, uh, Mississippi State is going to have a, a, a really tough defense for Auburn, I believe. Auburn has posted four clean sheets this season in comparison to Mississippi State's six clean sheets. Uh, Mississippi State has outscored opponents 23-2. to By comparison, Auburn's outscored opponents 22-3. to So there's only one goal difference there uh, between the two. So we've talked about our offense all season, but Mississippi State also has a lot of goal scorers as well. So they're going to have to, Auburn's going to really have to watch out for that. Our defense is going to be tested this week. Our back line, Sarah LeBeau, are both going to be tested this week. And they're going to have to rise to occasion this this weekend. Mississippi State's best win this, this season was a 5-2 win against Memphis. All the other opponents really weren't that great. That's when they were able to put so many clean sheets together. Uh, Coach Hoppe said after the Cincinnati win, starting Friday, talking about this match against Mississippi State, our record is 0-0. Zero and zero. Auburn needs to carry this mindset into this match. Uh, they really need to have this mentality just drilled into them. They are not 7-0-0 zero and zero for the second time in school history on Friday night. They are 0-0-0 zero, zero, zero in the SEC, and it's time they're going to they're gonna have to string together some wins in a tough SEC schedule. Uh, one of these teams is going to leave Friday night with a loss, and this is going to be a tough match for both teams. It's going to be tough for Mississippi State. It's going to be tough for Auburn. It's going to be a really good match. Auburn really has the opportunity to pull the home, til- the home field advantage here. We're going to have to really have the fans come out and be loud. You know, Mississippi State is known for their noisemaker, their noise. They bring the cowbells. Even to soccer matches, they bring the cowbells. And they're loud. They're just known for being loud fans. And I just want to say that a cowbell is not a soccer noisemaker. A drum, a horn, a vuvuzela, these are soccer noisemakers, not a cowbell. A cowbell does not even belong in the football field, much less the soccer stadium. So what I want you guys to do is to come out, bring your noisemakers, your vuvuzelas, your drums, your horns, and make noise. Sit right behind a Mississippi State fan and just make noise the whole time. And one thing I've noticed this season is when we've had the fan support and the fans have been really loud, our team is really just fed off of that and played really great matches. And so I would love to see our fans come out, be really, really loud, make a lot of noise, give our girls some support, because this is going to be a tough match. Not only is it going to be a tough match, we just talked about it. It's going to be a great match. These teams are so similar on paper, stat-wise, and they're both unbeaten. You're not going to see that very often in the middle of the season. Uh, Again, this is the first time in school history that we've been 7-0-0 near the middle of the season, the start of our SEC play. So this is going to be a great time for you to catch a soccer match, to come out and be loud and cheer on the girls. Uh, and another reason to come out Friday night is you can bring your dog. Auburn soccer is hosting pups at the pitch, and fans are encouraged to bring their dogs to the game. And if that wasn't reason enough to come, dog owners are going to get a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. So you can come out, watch a Probably one of the best soccer matches this season so far, definitely for uh, Auburn soccer. You can bring your dog and you can get a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. So there's a bunch of reasons to come out and uh, and come out and support this team. If you can come to the come to the soccer stadium and watch the soccer complex. Uh, if you can't, watch it on TV because this is going to be a great match. I can't wait to see it personally. Uh, this is going to be two uh, just titans right now in SEC going head-to-head. And then on Sunday night at 6 o'clock, 
Auburn is going to play Alabama State. I believe this one's going to be on the SEC Network Plus as well. Uh, we'll just have to check at the time. I don't think it's been officially announced. Alabama State has only played four games this season, and they've not won any of their matches. So, uh, their toughest opponent so far was Sanford, which was a nil-one loss. Of course, we beat Sanford 4-0 earlier this season. Uh, but their worst loss of the, of the year was a 1-5 loss against North Alabama. That is not very good. North Alabama isn't really known for their soccer. So a 1-5 loss there is really, really bad. They've only scored three goals this season, but they've been they've given up and been scored upon 12 times. They've given up 12 goals. Uh, the Hornets this season do not have any sting, kind of like their football team. We saw that Saturday night. And Auburn should be able to do whatever they want to with this team defensively, uh, offensively. They should be able to rule the midfield. Uh, so look for Coach Hoppe to work on some things that she noticed from the Mississippi State match. It doesn't mean I'm predicting a loss, but there's always stuff to work on. And she's going to see that in the Mississippi State match. I'm sure Mississippi State is going to expose some stuff. And this Alabama State match is going to be an opportunity for her to kind of work on some things going forward and get us really ready for our SEC schedule because it's going to be tough. And speaking of our SEC schedule, we're going to look at that now. This is going to be our chance to kind of preview that. We only had one match to talk about this week. Uh, as we start SEC play, I just want to update everyone that may not follow on the standings, just where we are in the SEC. Uh, just like in every other sport, the SEC as a conference is really, really good. Uh, we are right up there with the Pac-12, the uh, the ACC in soccer. The SEC has just really come along in women's soccer. We are we are one of the top tier conferences in, in the women's soccer. So that said, of course, our SEC schedule is going to be really difficult this year. The SEC is going to be uh, tough. They're right now currently, and again, this is based off non-conference play, but currently there are four teams currently in the top 25. Texas A&M is number four ahead of us. We are number nine. Tennessee is number 11. And South Carolina is number 15. And South Carolina, of course, is traditionally very good in soccer. They lost one of their big playmakers this year, but uh, they're still going to be very good. Uh, there are three teams with perfect records right now, Texas A&M, Auburn, and Mississippi State. Of course, one of those teams is not going to have a perfect record after Friday night. And Tennessee has six wins and one draw. So that just kind of shows you how tough the conference is right now, at least in, has been a non-conference pl non play. Texas A&M currently sits at the top of the standings because they've won one more game than anybody else. They have a record of 8-0-0. Zero, and zero. The surprise in the SEC, however, is Florida. To no surprise, preseason Florida was picked number one to win the SEC. The surprise is, right now, as it stands, they sit dead last in the SEC with a record of 2-5-1. and one. And to me, it is the most Auburn thing ever for us to get Florida at their peak, at their height, when they're world beaters and they're killing everybody and winning the SEC tournament. And then the next year, they're 2-5-1 and one and we don't schedule them. But I guess the good news is there that uh, that kind of just goes toward Auburn's strength of schedule. Uh, you just got to have stronger strength, strength of schedule because we're not playing a wimpy 2-5-1 Florida team. Uh, this year, Auburn will play five SEC teams in the current top half of the standings. And let me just kind of read the standings to you as they stand now. Again, this is non-conference play. Nobody's played anybody in the SEC yet, not until Friday night. Texas A&M since at number one because they have eight matches. They've won eight, zero, and zero. Auburn. Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, LSU, 
South Carolina. Now, that is the top half of the standings as they stand now. And South Carolina has a 6-1-0 and zero record. So that just shows you this, the top uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 teams and how well South Carolina is at the middle of the pack. 6-1-0. and zero. Uh, And then it goes on to Arkansas, Ole Miss, Alabama, Kentucky, Georgia, Missouri, and Florida. And, again, we're going to play five teams in the current top half of the standings. Right now, Sarkana is that fifth team, as I said, with a a record of 6-1-0, and they are ranked 15th in the nation, and they're in the middle of the SEC standings. So uh, that just shows you how tough Auburn's SEC slate is going to be this season. And, of course, we talked about also – Five teams were in the NCAA tournament last year. That's going to be on Auburn's SEC schedule as well. So this is all the more reason for us to enter this SEC schedule with that mentality that Coach Hoppe was talking about of being 0-0-0 as we enter SEC play because on Friday night in the SEC, we are going to be 0-0-0. And we're going to, even though we're sitting at second right now in the standings or tied for second in the standings, we're going to, have to we've not earned anything in the standings. We're going to have to earn it all. And that starts on Friday night. And that really starts with you going out and supporting our girls and being loud and getting us that win because uh, it's just going to be a great match. I'm looking forward to it. But that's all for stoppage time this week. Uh, if you have any questions, you want to contact me, uh, any comments, criticisms. I don't prefer the criticisms. I'm more happy with the comments and questions. But you can find me at Seminary Sugar Daddy, S-E-M-I-N-A-R-Y-S-G-R-D-A-D-Y. You can also find me on the E2C Network discussions page. Uh, I'm there all the time. You'll see my name. Uh, Join that discussions page, and we can talk about soccer, football, anything Auburn-related you want to talk about. We talk about it there on the discussions page, and we'd love to have you there and to talk to us. And until next week, when hopefully we are 9-0-0, Another program best, I say War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?